Welcome to Reddit Live with Countless Screaming Argonauts. I am TFAP, the fabulous penguin. And I'm Max. And I am Demand from Manhattan. And this is our Reddit Live show. It's our first excellent Reddit Live show. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, let me just start out by saying that, you know, that, that, that with all the different subreddits that there are, and there's got to be 20,000 of them. I mean, they're just all over the place. Um, there are a couple that I look at every single day. I don't miss. Um, one of them is homebrewing because I'm a home brewer. One of them is cord cutters because I don't have cable anymore. Uh-huh. But possibly my favorite is Today I Learned, T-I-L, mm-hmm. because of uh, because I just find it fascinating, the, the kinds of stuff that shows up. And and this week in Reddit, there was a real, real good one that I, that I uh, thought was interesting, especially in light of some of the things that are happening with the TSA and stuff, and that's that bullet trains in Japan. Okay. All right, have been operating for 45 years, and there's never been a death in any of them. Hmm. Through a derailment, a derailment or a collision or um, or anything of the sort, um, and I know that you know for us in the United States, we do not utilize that form of transportation real, real well, and that there are a lot of people who are afraid to fly, a lot of people who are afraid, and I see something like this and I say, Jeepers, you know why aren't we developing more rapid? Yeah, rapid transit trains. Well, well, I, I, I tell you, what, I, I tell you a couple of things. I'm thinking off the top of my head. Number one, Amtrak's a mess, you know, and 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 blew 500 billion federal dollars over the last 30 years. You know, you can't even get from from Manhattan to, to Albany, you know, <laughs> faithfully at a Grand Central or, or, or Penn Station very well. You know, it's like. It'll be experiencing a delay in the driver, Amtrak's Northern Corridor, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I can recite the freaking announcement verbatim. It, it, it's really bad. It's a, railroads in this country have been pretty bad. Well, passenger rail in this country have been pretty badly ignored, yeah. misrun. But 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 here's, here's the real problem, I think, is I don't feel like getting on a train – with 1,100 other people per car, okay? You see those guys in Tokyo? They got a stick. They give the motorman a stick, and he pushes the people in the door. Wow. I'm just not into it, okay? And there is, we, we, we heard about this uh, before. There's a, a burgeoning <laughs> a, a practice among Japanese train riders of groping women. Yes, yeah, that's that's true. I've I've heard that's that. That's a subculture of it, and and why not if you packed in like cattle? Well, not that I would do that, but. <laughs> so, so in the United States, are we just not enough of a train culture to 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 do something like that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I always thought that you know that the Acela was supposed to be this great, you know, this great car and a train that was going to run from Boston all the way down to Washington D.C. And it, it's not. It's not like it's. I think it's cultural. I think Americans are fundamentally independent. I think the Japanese culture is much more social. I think Americans are antisocial. And when we go where we go, we go because we wanna, and we go now. And the idea. I think you got half. I think you got half of it, Max. I think they're trains, and we're 
car. Yes. And some of that that's has to because, do because I get, with, with the geography, the topography of the countries. That's right. It's huge. It's, and, and, and I think in the 50s, I think in the 50s, they spent a hell of a lot of money on roads here. Mm-hmm. And I think over 200 years, they spent money on railroad beds and trains and making trains faster and safer and better. C- clearly, it's an, it's an amazing safety record to think that not one person died from derailment or collision in that amount of time. And those tr- they're, they're smoking. They're booking. Anything that moves that fast, you would think would have one accident. Yeah. And they haven't. They've done really well. But I think that I think it is cultural, but I think it's the car in America versus the train in Europe and Asia. Yeah, I think so. It, it's just in Japan, you know, it, there's everything's mountains. There's no place to go except on the route that the train's taken anyway. Right. You, you, you just drive across Kansas, you can you you can take a left and you know <laughs> and go to Oklahoma go to City. The corn yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. And 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 look at look at we love to drive off the road. Look at monster trucks. Do they have monster trucks in Japan? <laughs> you know, there's not enough space to put them anywhere. Right. That's yeah. They they yeah. would like well they do have they do have Godzilla the monster truck and you don't hear it coming until after well, no, <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> right right hey listen there was one other TIL that I saw this week that that I found very very interesting I wanted to just bring it up to you guys um, did you ever hear the story about the Chevy Nova and yeah. how they decided they they had to rename it yep. when they introduced it internationally yep. because Nova means no go. Does not go, right, in, go. in Spanish. Okay. So I didn't know this, but Honda was going to release a car in Scandinavia, and it was called the FITA, F-I-T-T-A. Yeah. All right? Unfortunately, <laughs> they realized at the last minute that FITA is a Scandinavian Nordic word that means pussy. <laughs> and so the commercial, basically the, the, the print said, the Honda Pussy is small on the outside, but great when you come inside. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I guess they had to uh, they had to re. You think uh, the stoic are, 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 <laughs> are you telling me vaginal slang, or are you telling me cat? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, it didn't say. It didn't say. <laughs> it didn't say. But I'll leave that to your imagination. You know, <laughs> the size is small, but big surprise. Honda Pussy is a daily pleasure. That is funny. <laughs> so um, another of uh, another one of those things that I read all the time is the cord cutters, and uh, basically it's it's a lot of exchanging of information, and this is going to lead to a topic that I've been dying to talk about on the podcast in general, and that is why businesses or the broadcast industry maybe in general doesn't recognize the fact that that people are doing this and the easiest way to deal with it is going to be just to give in the the broadcast cable yeah i mean more and more people are more and more people are getting rid of cable they're finding alternatives yeah. um it you know when 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 they introduced remember when they introduced the dvd or the the uh the uh Cassette, the the VCR. Everyone said, "Oh, this is going to kill the movie industry because people are going to want to stay home and watch movies." Yeah, and it didn't kill the movie industry. As a matter of fact, it made the movie industry better and much more profitable. 
because people got attached to seeing more and more movies. Did and it make it better like, or did it make it bigger? There's well, a, a difference. Sure. No, that's a really good point. It's much more profitable, but people are grinding out shit movies that are going straight to DVD because if it doesn't cost very much to produce, you can make a lot of money. Right. So, you know, I just I, I just find it very interesting that, that we're getting to this point now where I think more and more people are giving – I mean, you know, cable is expensive. When we, we got rid of it, we got rid of it purely on an economic – for economic reasons. Yeah. You know, okay, I mean, so- we're watching one or two shows a night – uh, and, uh, you know, a couple of movies on the weekend, and we were spending $70, $80, $90 a month for cable. Yeah. Now we have we have a Netflix thing that costs us $5 a month. We can watch unlimited movies that we stream at home. Okay? You can find lots of content on the computer, you know, on the Internet for old shows, things like Hulu or, or Netflix even now has, has uh, series television. It just seems like somebody – would take the chance and buy the content and sell it by the slice. You know, I mm-hmm. always think in terms of, of dollar a show kind of thing. I don't know what the what the price of the slice is, but just on competition, if you say, look, you don't have to watch QVC, you know, you get your Yankee game, you get your Duke basketball game, you get uh, I love Lucy, and you know three other shows. I don't know, and uh, you know for five bucks a month you can watch only what you want to watch. It's, right. I, I gotta believe that the next generation is not going to be anything like Thursday night at eight o'clock is the Cosby Show. They're gonna watch what they want to watch when they want to watch it, and that content's gonna be delivered. That's that's what you pay the slice price sure. for. But, and, and we know people who who now. Both Max and I know several people who've changed the way they look at television because of this. College Boy and and uh, and Johnny, yeah, Johnny Nine K, both have said have commented on the fact that they now watch television by finding something they're interested in and watching a whole season in one sitting. Or you know, in a row. Right. The Reverend is doing that too. He's he's got well with the, with the with the with the. I think with the exception of news events and live sports programming, that's where we're going. Yeah. And that's fine. It, yeah. it's, it's the way it has to be, and I think we can – I think a lot of the consumers would really want it. The thing is, what's the incentive for Time Warner or Cablevision to give me the slices that I want when they can sell me – $75 worth of cable a month filled with uh, shows and channels that I don't want. Right, and that's the thing. Uh, you know, basically, the, what, a, a secondary reason for why we gave up cable was I was tired of paying for QVC and, and you know, the soap opera network and, and all that other stuff that I never, ever, ever would consider looking at. Right. But basically, it's it's, you know, they're using my money to subsidize to, to those shows, yeah. right? To subsidize those shows, and that to me that was crazy. Yeah, as long as they can get away with it, it's not crazy. But it seems like the whole idea of the free market is that somebody's going to come along and say, "I'll do it cheaper. I'll give you what you want." The thing is, if, if people don't realize this, 
But in almost every place, almost every location in the country, cable television is a legal monopoly. It's mm-hmm. a remnant from the 1970s when the technology was uh, overbearing and you couldn't let people, you know, you couldn't let every cable company run their own lines. But of course now we know with digital switching and whatever that all of this technology can be shared and uh, content can be tracked. So there's no reason that that uh, cable has to be a monopoly. It's one of my favorite gripes. It drives me nuts. The yep. only cable company that I can subscribe to is Time Warner. And when it comes to raising my rates, they don't ask me. They ask the the cable authority. And, you know, right. so I'm paying $15 a month more than I was when I signed up for this plan. And I have two choices. I can cut the cable or take it up the ass. Yeah. What about what about Dish or Direct? That's what they'll say. There's there's their competition, but Dish or Direct, first of all, isn't slicing up the pie, and secondly, it's not cable. And the, there are. What do you mean it's not slicing up the pie? The, the, yes, there, there's not going to be seven cable companies out there for you to choose from. I understand it, but the point I think more is about content, and you do have a choice. If you don't want to watch cable, the content can be delivered by satellite. Right, but. Right? But the satellite companies are bundling also. And what is going to break the agreement, the tacit agreement between Dish and Direct and Cable that they're going to bundle? I, I'm not sure that there is anything that will – because I think it will just get worse as uh, as more and more people leave because they'll have more and more you know, the, the desire to make some money. I mean look at look at right now. I mean you can go to Hulu or, or Amazon On Demand or Netflix – you know, you can buy a Roku box or, uh, or boxy. Uh, you know, boxy. Uh, you know, all of those things. Yeah. Each one of those is a different way to get content. Right, and you know what? That might be the answer right there. Netflix, in particular, I'm gonna right. Don't they? And I don't have it, so I I can't talk knowledgeably. But don't they say buy what you want, watch it when you want? Yeah, essentially. I mean, you know, they stream. You can, you know, you on online you can stream. They have a lot of immediate content. That runs television and movies and, you know. But it's still a monthly rate, right? But it's cheap. Right. It's $5, right? Well, I don't know. I I do think in the future – I mean if you just look at the markets, originally there were three. And you could have one-third of the television market if you were a TV network. And now you can have one 750th of the cable and there's still broadcast networks out there, although it's it's getting weird when the cable companies are buying the broadcast networks. That's true. Yeah. All right, so where else do we go on Reddit today? Well, we went to a, a thing that said uh, that Scientology, what is it? Based on IRS exemptions, the United States Department formally criticized Germany for discriminating against Scientologists and began to note <laughs> Scientologists' complaints of harassment in its annual human rights report, comparing the, the, <laughs> really? the treatment of Scientologists to the treatment of Jews by the Nazis. I think that may be a little strong. I'm thinking you? maybe that, that it's just a, a nudge over the top. <laughs> you think a little? Yeah. I don't know. You know, you got to be careful because you, you, everything's getting so PC. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, I mean, you got to give people an opportunity to speak and say what they mean and say what they feel, you know. 
Yeah. He starts squishing his stuff, and then, you know, where are you? There were all those people standing out in front of, of Jewish stores saying good things about Anonymous back in 1939. Right. <laughs> For sure. Hey, they could run a railroad. I mean, we did go there, right? They, you know, the trains ran on time. Think about it. Um, interesting, interesting note in the science subreddit. They said that uh, they think that they may have found the first and only poisonous bird. Really? Yes. Which I thought was really fascinating. First, you know, when you hear that, somebody says poisonous bird, you hear that and you say to yourself, oh, that can't be true. And then you start thinking about it and you say, yeah, I've never heard of, you know, and anything like that. And they've actually discovered a poisonous bird. All right. I'm I'm good with that. There's what? What does he? What does he do? I mean, if he, if it packs you on a beak, but the beak, you're gonna get some. What you, I don't. Well, the, what, what I read so far, basically, it says that it um, it eats a beetle that is toxic, hmm. and that in some way that's sort of passed on. I, I haven't figured out quite how it how that happens. I have a source that will probably get right to the bottom of that. The next uh, the next time we talk, I can get you some information. I will bet you. All right. Huh. Yeah, I think maybe. Uh, oh yeah, I think I can work on that. Interesting. Yeah, that's poisonous birds. Dennis Doug Fidrich bird was poisonous <laughs> with that hook that he had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you think you think you think you've got your reptiles, you got your, uh, you know, your uh, snakes and stuff like that. But now you got to worry about birds too. Mm. I would be very curious about the 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 intensity of the venom. Does that mean he could take out like another, you know, invasive cardinal in the tree, <laughs> or you know, if he spits on your head when you mow in the back forty, are you dead? Uh, right. it, it, like the dinosaur in, in Jurassic Park, right? right? That's, that's there were a lot of poisonous fish, right? The the, the Portuguese man of wars and and jellyfish, and I think there's. A... When was the last time you had a McFish sandwich? That <laughs> shit is brutal. <laughs> And, and the pufferfish, right? Uh, isn't that the one the Japanese cook? Right, yeah, but that's just like one part of it, right? Right. It's you eat the whole fish, but there's one part that you can't eat. Right, and, and if you... And I was, you know, I never understood that whole process. So you have these chefs, and their jobs... <laughs> I know where you're going. Carve this fish up, right, and make sure that you don't get the poison part, right? Well, shit, why don't you just cut a little hunk off of it, and that's it? <laughs> Why do, you, why do you even chance it? I mean, is it like in the thrill of the hunt? I think so. I'm going to eat this die? And, and isn't it, you know, in the last 40 years that there's never been a, a Japanese uh, fish chef who's, you know, had a fatality? Right. At I least mean, not on a speeding train, anyway. <laughs> Look, I'll, I, I won't die for a fish. Uh, maybe for a Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dying for a not fish. dying for a fish. That's good. I like that. Diane. On, on, his, on, his, on his gravestone. It was glazed. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese puffer donut. Uh, this past week, there's been a lot of controversy on Reddit about the uh, I am a area. Yeah. Uh, the, the, 
the controversy has been going on for a while. People are, are I, I guess, basically, the, a lot of people have been trolling that subreddit, saying, you know, saying, I am a, I'm a blind man, ask me anything, you know, I'm a, um, I, I'm a deaf woman, I used to work as a pickpocket or whatever, ask me anything. And, and they're not actually those particular... I don't know what you call those, but they're, they're not them. And and I know that a while ago, Reddit put in this system, this color system, that once they had confirmed the IAMA to be true, you got a little green dot versus something that was suspected to be fake or or um, something that was actually fake. And I'm looking at it right now, and there's like only two that are confirmed. Everybody else is, uh, is at best unsure yeah that that's a, a real good opportunity for trolling i think yeah i think yeah it's it's a great opportunity but you know also it's a great place to learn stuff and it, you know when it's true like right now the top one on uh on on that is zach weiner who writes the sunday saturday morning breakfast cereal comic yeah a comic every day and he is just absolutely hysterical in terms of being interviewed and asking him questions and stuff. And, I mean, they've had um, Representative Weiner was on there, asked me anything, about two or three weeks ago. All right. And he was – I'm a United States congressman, asked me anything. Yeah, yeah. And he'll tell you. And he did, and, and, and people asked him great questions too, um, you know, including how could you have voted for certain things that he voted for and stuff. So I mean, to me, that's that's real interesting. Yeah. When when they do something like that, but you're right, it is it is really subject to a lot of scamming and potential. Yeah. I guess. I think that I think the web could use more of the kind of rating system that that you mentioned, Penguin. Mm-hmm. Confirmed, true, suspected, fake, default, unsure. At least uh, there, there's, there's something out there that says. Hey, you you might be reading a bag of bullshit here, but we're going to tell you that we're going to we're going to we're not going to try and lead you down a path. And I think that's important. I think that makes to me. I would rather read that. Yeah, yeah. Than, it, it, and just kind of be out there blind. Is there any competition right. for for Snopes? That would be a, a a good chunk of the market to to go after. Just a, of you know the internet uh, casual browsers. Yeah. Yeah, that's Snopes. That doesn't exist. It's not really there. I don't know if you it know said that. so on Reddit, right? I confirmed that. Yeah, though. it's not really. There. I, I read a thing yesterday. Uh, my girlfriend says she masturbates anally, <laughs> and then it said at the bottom, "And she is still my girlfriend." <laughs> ask, ask me anything? Yeah. No, it wasn't in "Ask Me Anything," but and then it said edit. Uh, she reads this, so so don't push it up. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about the double entendre there, but I'm like, come on! And there was all this stuff. All these people are answering it, going, "Oh, dude, you just got to be happy with it." And I'm like, really? You just you just buying this? You know, uh, don't don't make this more popular because I don't want her to read it. I just told everybody in the world that she masturbates right. anally, but don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> we love our web, don't we? <laughs> we do. We love our web. We do. 
What did we do before the web was there? I think it, it was David Brinkley. <laughs> Dick Cavett. And we used to pass around mimeograph sheets, right? That's right. That's, we really we did. Well, we made popcorn, you know, in the, in a <laughs> it actually popped it. You shook the thing, and so it wouldn't burn. Actually, I think you might be spot on with Dick Cavett because he was the most likely to get some eclectic uh, artist on there and just be snarky. And he could be snarky. It, it wasn't the web, but but you know it was kind of intellectual and funny and sometimes really thought provoking. And thousands of hits. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that we had talked about doing in, in this kind of a show was to look at things that didn't make it to Reddit that we thought belong there in some way. And, and I can think of no one better to address this issue than Manhattan Man. Okay, right. the the Telegraph in Britain is reporting that researchers from Keele University have just completed a study whose conclusion is is that swearing increases one's tolerance for pain. I think I heard about this. Okay, but here's the part that got me to test the theory. Student volunteers placed their hands in a bucket of ice-cold water while swearing repeatedly. Fuck, 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 And then they did it without swearing, and they timed them. Now, if that does not sound like a Monty Python skit, does it not? Can you imagine a whole bunch of people sitting there with their hands in a bucket of ice water? No, put your hands back in the bucket, please. Why? Uh, just put them in. Fuck. <laughs> but think about that. Doesn't just and, and that's a stupid test for this, right? Because you stick your hands in there and you're screaming your head off, right? It's fucking cold. Well, of course that's going to like get all the endorphins and everything cruising. Right. So it's, it's, you're going to be hotter generally by a couple of tenths of a degree. To begin with, anyway, so right. stick your hands in a bucket of ice, right, and stand there. Don't say a word. Don't do anything. Just stand there. In a freeze. <laughs> right. Right. Of course. Yep. The interesting thing about this was they found that the pain-numbing effect of cursing was four times more likely to work in volunteers who did not normally use bad language. So that would mean it wouldn't work for you, Manhattan Man, because you use bad language all the time. So it wouldn't it wouldn't help you to curse when you when you hurt yourself. I think this is like a kind of diminishing returns like if a smack <laughs> addict. You can only get like so much heroin, and then it just it doesn't do anything for you anymore. Right, you, no more. <laughs> yeah, you're done. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen on that note. <laughs> <laughs> With one hand in a bucket. <laughs> and in New York, people would be like, "Don't look at him." But they would ignore yeah. you, basically. Yeah. You're walking down the street, cursing up a storm. Yeah, they'd pretty much just watch you go by. But if you walk down the street with your hand in a bucket of ice water and were perfectly silent, people would be like, wow, look at him. What the fuck's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> he should be yelling like crazy. That's right. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. I think our first episode of Reddit Live was uh, an interesting one, to say the least. Staggering. <laughs> it, it it can't be staggered. 
there was a today I learned yesterday that the, the Prince of England, and actually I knew this, is uh, promoting homeopathic remedies. Prince huh. Charles. You know, I think I read that somewhere. I I didn't realize that that's what he's doing, but yeah, that that's what I, I think. think they're selling them. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I did see that. Not to be a, not to bring a bummer to the parade here, but the Yankees are getting no hit through six. Wow. Well, it's time to turn on the TV. Yep. It's uh, it's late. Who is pitching for the White Sox? Um, a guy by the name of Humber. H U M B E R. We know that this happens after they break out. They did two things this weekend they needed to do. They broke out and pounded somebody and scored 15 runs, and I think it was a little overdue for that. And then, right. they, then, they, then they persevered and won um, an extra inning game, game that Mariano gave away. I'm, I'm, I don't want him to get no hit, obviously. but And the worst part is, is that Burnett's pitching a gem. Yeah, he's pitching well. One run, three hits. I, I think we know that innings seven, eight, and nine are ours. So. I hope so, yeah. Um, first of all, I want a Humber myself. <laughs> nothing better than a Humber on a lake on a, on a Monday night, right? You know? On a on a speeding train. <laughs> That'll kill you. Because then you could do those funky problems about if you know if the train's going ninety-one miles an hour, and Dick is going, what you know how, how fast, whatever. The train is traveling east at forty-five miles an hour. My Dick is traveling south. I gotta Dick get off the phone and explain it's... myself to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, thanks. Yep, Joe. Max, I, I appreciate your your patience with me. Thank you. <laughs>